From technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution, a culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and delivering the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. Today we are speaking with Karsten Russell-Wood, Portfolio Leader, Post-Acute and Home, and Cindy Gaines, Chief Nursing Officer, Population Health Management, both from Philips. Today's podcast will focus on systems of telehealth across care venues, from hospital to home. Karsten and Cindy can speak to transitions of care, starting in the ICU as a high-cost, high-mortality, critical resource shortage space. They can then build left to the ED and right to the med surge and to the home. Cindy and Karsten, thank you for joining us today. In the early days of the pandemic, ICU capacity was a huge concern. Karsten, what did we learn about the experience and how can we better prepare for the future? From hospital to home is where material changes to outcomes can be seen when people process and technology are best in class. And, and during COVID, capacity was a huge concern, but not everywhere. So really the problem was about level loading utilization, which is impossible if the current state is one where we don't have enough critical care nurses or doctors to care for patients 24 seven. So to accommodate and, and augment and adjust this new re uh, reality, as Cindy mentioned, Solutions like Tel-ICU were utilized to bring staff to the point of care, to protect providers by limiting exposure, and leveraging advanced AI-enabled tool sets to proactively identify a patient's risk of deterioration before it became an adverse event. What we learned uh, where, where COVID asked health systems to do more with less was that telehealth could benefit efficiency and care outcomes, not only for the time the patient was in the ICU, but really to monitor the flow of the patient from the emergency department to discharge with a second set of eyes and a layer of what, what, what's been called care traffic. Say, and I would add to that, it's also not just to support the providers, but it's to be able to bring that specialist um, when you need that consult. Again, you can consult from afar when you're using telehealth. So it's an ability to bring extended resources to the point of care of not just the care team who's at the bedside, but that consult you may need from afar. So it's, again, how do you bring the resources to where the patient is without always having to move the people there? What role can technology play in meeting care demands, particularly in the face of crisis? I think it's about how do you use your resources wisely. It's, that, it's what Karsten just talked about, which is that level loading. You know, in an organizations, we're prepared to to manage in crisis mode for a short period of time. What we found in COVID was it wasn't a short period of time. It's, it's, it, went on for, it went on for months. And so it's, it's how do you manage that? So again, when we think about technology, it's, it's technology of even having the ability to have someone be um, with a wearable device, being able to um, monitor them from afar. So how do we keep the patients out of the ER it, it's all it's it's all a network that's interconnected. If the ERs fall, it jams up the floors, it jams up the ICUs, it, it starts to break the, the machine down. So how do we keep patients at home who can be monitored at home 
using a wearable device? How do we connect the um, providers using telehealth or connecting patients? How do the EICU? It's, it's remembering that we have technology that is meant to support and augment the care we do. It doesn't replace it, but how do we augment it so that we're able to um, work better in that flow and care for the patients at the right level of care so we don't jam up in, into this system? Excellent. Kirsten? Yeah, I mean, digitization and, and digitizing the care continuum is, is, is rooted in technology. And, and technology can support clinicians by unifying data, by connecting a provider to a provider or a provider to a patient, or even enhance the patient experience when a loved one is, is far away. And, and we've seen that, especially through, through a crisis like COVID. It can also standardize the way we do things to improve quality. Uh, and enhance our ability to make the right next move uh, as clinicians are empowered by clearer information. So during the crisis, many of the liberties we uh, take for granted were tested relative to, to access to care. Uh, but I think what we can appreciate is that the access is unfortunately an everyday reality for many in our country, even outside of COVID. So mm -hmm. uh, at Phillips, we're being able to bring care anywhere, uh, and that's one of our core ambitions and, and goals of advancing health globally. As Cindy mentioned, we can do this by innovating beyond what's comfortable. Uh, examples such as our health wearables, bio sticker, but also community and retail care kiosks like virtual care station, which allow us to partner with health systems and, and systems of government from the hospital to the home. In a time of pandemic, when cases surge and there's a shortage of space and staff, how can hospitals balance managing patients who are on the road to recovery and ready to transition to the home? Well, I think that's where the ability to um, monitor patients from home comes in. You know, there's oftentimes patients, they're, you know, they're really ready for discharge, but maybe we want to keep an eye on them for one more day. Well, if you can send them home with a wearable device or with other connected devices, such as blood pressure devices, pulse socks, those types of things, you can have that patient go home and keep an eye on them where you can say, I'm monitoring you. We, and I'll use COVID as the example. We know that um, once you, once you kind of get past that hump, then we're monitoring your recovery to make sure you don't fall back. Well, if I can monitor that recovery at home and be able to identify that, oh, there's been a change in status, let's bring you into the doctor's office or let's, let's intervene you're able to keep them at home, again, not having them come into the ER or back into the hospital. And it just takes that pressure off the hospital when I can, you know, really think about that home setting as an, another extension of um, an access for care. Excellent. Kirsten? The, the clinical information highway today is like driving in, in LA rush hour. Uh, you know, connecting data from different sources, unifying it, helping clinical drivers of care develop care plans is critical. And at Philips, we're trying to develop that through systems of engagement to connect beyond Philips as an ecosystem. And that's where the information can be brought together. And when we do that, then we have the continuum of care from hospital to home and, and capabilities like telehealth can complement that current standard of care. Uh, and when we do that, then the right patient is getting the right care at the right time when it's convenient for them. Excellent. Well, thank you both for joining us today for this great discussion. And uh, we look forward to other discussions around this topic in the future.
Thank you, Susan. Okay. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts by G2 Exchange Media, please visit www.fethealthit.com and look for the podcast section at the top of the page. Music by Jam Studio, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated. <laughs>